How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. 2017, something will visit your house. Supernatural supply. It is not coming by hard working. It is not coming by academic work. It is not coming by position. You will conceive that child by the supernatural. You will get that job by the supernatural. You will start that business by the supernatural. Prophet Nanase Pukusakode is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Today, may you hold up your gun as a soldier of God. And may you stop that weeping. May you stop that crying. And take responsibility. No soldier cries on the battlefield. And it shall come to pass. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Call unto me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. I have a message for you. And I believe God has a message for you. And I'm going to preach something I call five things you should never lose. Hallelujah. Five things. You can lose everything. Lose your dress. Lose your marriage. Lose everything. Your car. Lose everything. You can lose your, your, your best dress. Your best uh, whatever. Lose your house. Make sure these five things you don't lose them. Hallelujah. Very, very important. Amen. Now the reason I have to preach this one is that it looks like everything in our generation now is calculating towards the attack of the child of God. Now listen to me. There are two major attacks of the enemy on human life. Number one is that he makes sure that the ones who are not saved will never be saved. Am I preaching? Hallelujah. So if you are not born again, it's the devil's assignment to make sure that you can never be saved. The second thing is that in case you are saved, he makes sure you become ineffective. You didn't get that one. Hallelujah. So the devil works out to make sure that you become ineffective in the kingdom or you become impotent. You are still a child of God. You are born again all right, but you are not fruitful. Hallelujah. Because you can be in service and not be in function. You are there all right. You are not functioning. Hallelujah. So most of the attack of the devil on our life is to make sure that we become ineffective in the area of Christ. So that we cannot become effective instruments in the hands of Christ. Are you getting what I'm talking about? The devil is not interested in your car. Hallelujah. He's not interested. He was there before car was manufactured. He's not interested in your money. Even if he attacks your money, he's attacking your money looking for something specific to attack. So it's not the money. Hallelujah. The reason why I know that he's not interested in your money is that he makes people rich. So money does not intimidate him. But you, if he attacks your money and can make you it can make you financially ineffective. It is not the money, but the money is a contact for you to make sure that you don't become effective for Christ. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Is somebody alive here today? So, uh, the reason you must not lose these things is that once you lose them, we cannot guarantee your glorious tomorrow. I saw a black card somewhere. Somebody said, risk everything it takes to get to Jesus. Risk everything it takes to get Jesus. It means that sometimes you have to risk everything to make sure that, 
<laughs> you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I need that amen for that. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to say in a context, I risk everything it takes to not lose these five things I'm going to tell you. The five things I'm going to tell you, even if you lose your car, because the cars you have, I saw people drive a NASCAR and water came to cover the car. So there's a place you come to that depends on your situation. You don't even need a car, you need a canoe. Thank God you can drive on a dry line. Is somebody hearing? Hallelujah. Shout for Jesus to hear your voice that you are alive. Wake up in the morning and you saw that your beautiful car that you bought is in the water. Praise God forevermore. Now, Daddy, what are the five things we should never do? Number one, don't lose your salvation. Write it down. Yes, one Christian here is clapping for Jesus Christ. I know he didn't clap because you are writing. Tell somebody, don't lose your salvation. The first priority on the list is that no matter what you lose, you can lose a boyfriend, you can lose a husband, you can lose a wife, you can lose a job, you can lose anything. If the man says, who marry you again, make sure your foundation is intact. If the guy sends you a text message and says, I'm not in love again, oh, I saw when I was preparing this message that marriage is even a temperate thing on earth. Can I add this one before you clap? If that is so, it is foolishness for marriage to take you to her. I'm already preaching. Which means that, they say, somebody said, what do you mean by that? It means that if your husband decides he's not going to heaven, let me go to the people here. If your wife decides he's not going to heaven, make sure you are on your way to what? Heaven. Why do you say that? Because two people will be sleeping on the bed. understand. I can't imagine how somebody marry you and take you to, I can't think far. I'm trying to think far, but I can't. I can't imagine because of marriage, you are on your way to hell. I, 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 can't, I, I, I can't imagine because of a boyfriend. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about there? Risk everything to make sure your salvation is intact. Tell somebody, don't lose your salvation. Don't lose it. If your husband says you won't go to church, make sure you are going to church. If your husband said they won't serve God, make sure you are serving God. If your husband said, oh, I'm telling you, once you exit out of this self, marriage is not important. The confused Sadducees came to Jesus and said that, you are talking about that. He said that, okay, uh, in the culture of Israel, where there were five brothers and married a lady, and the first one died, and the second one has to take the wife, according to the culture, and also died, and the fourth one, third one, and also died, and the fourth one, because Israel has a culture that if you are brothers and the first one marries and doesn't have a child with a woman and pass away to be with the Lord, the second one, whether he liked the lady or not, is not important. He must automatically marry her. And whether you, the lady, love him or not, it's not important. You look at my face. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's a culture. You have to marry the person by force. It's not a matter of him, short. It's not important. Hallelujah. It's too tall. It's not important. It doesn't have a waist. It's not important. The culture is saying, I take it out. I take it back. Hallelujah. The culture is saying that you must automatically marry. So the Sadducees who believe that there is no resurrection came back to Jesus and said, okay. And because, of, you see, a lot of people are having Sadducees thinking. 
There are a lot of those thinkings in the church. The Sadducees were thinking that if you marry Sister Shukwanda and you die and go to heaven, when you get to heaven, the first you are looking for with the lanterns that where is Sister Shukwanda to make sure that you reconcile in marriage. Oh, there are people that are even deceived that when you, when, when you, when you die and you die through a certain tragedy or you die through a certain price for your religion, you go to heaven and get seven virgins. I said, why don't you get them on earth? Doesn't that make logic? Hallelujah. Because most of the people, by the time they get to heaven, their virginity is broken. Okay, it's very cool. I cover it with the blood. Because all the people here, by the time they go to heaven, all of them have to marry. So which one are you going to marry? The little children. Will they grow up in heaven? Okay, that is all religion. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I cover it with the blood of Jesus. Somebody said the blood of Jesus. But that's what it is. So the Sadducees came and said that, Jesus, you are talking about the father that there will be resurrection. Okay. When these people that marry the one lady, four guys, when they go to heaven, which one is going to be the wife of that lady? Because all the four of them have a Jesus Christ and said to me, say, you are doing error. Because you don't know the word of God, nor the power of God. The reason you are losing your salvation is that you don't know the word of God. And you don't know the power of God. The guys were thinking that when they go to heaven, there's going to be some competition of chasing girls. And if in the secondary school, having between us to between in between the two of you. How many of you remember between us in the secondary school? They collect your sardine to go and chase the girl for you. And they were eating the sardine without chasing the girl. And in fact, there was a case that the guy that was a between us rather took the girl. In case you have one, we cover it with the blood of Jesus. Who is going to marry the lady that is there? And they were doing error because they don't know the word of God, the power of God. Listening to me with a very clear yes, don't lose your salvation. In the book of Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 12, Apostle Paul makes a statement. He said, it's something you have to work it out. If you are working out something, you don't lose it. Hallelujah. If you don't want to lose your biceps and your triceps, make sure you continue to work it out. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own what? Say somebody say, work out, work out. So one day I was sitting in New York and I saw a man with the very big muscles. Jesus Christ. When everybody was cold, he was wearing cigarettes. And the guy was sweating. And some of them were wearing jackets. And there's a way he can make his breath. And I think he's jumping back, back, back. I say, Jesus Christ. And the guy, I'm telling you, if you look at the muscles, hi, when he does his hand like this, Jesus Christ. And I was sitting there looking at the guy, and the Lord said, He was not born this way. God told me something that became one of my hunger for the word of God. He said, The way he has worked out his body, you can work out like this spiritual. Man, those guys, when they go there, their aim is that if they live 50 pounds, the next day they will live 60. If they live 60, the next day they will live 70. And the painful thing is when they push and they are tired. And they have to stretch. Ooh, that's why it's called workout. Apostle Paul said, in order not to lose your salvation, work it out. Which means that if you don't work your salvation out, there are things that want to take you out of the salvation. What is salvation at all? When Jesus takes you from darkness and brings you to light, you are saved. You are born again. You are justified just as if you have never sinned. And the Bible is saying that that particular salvation that you got, you can, you, you can lose it. 
you can lose it. You know, once in forever, save you can lose it. And because you have the tendency and you stand the chance of losing it, work it out. Tell somebody, don't lose your salvation. Don't lose your salvation. I've seen people lose their salvation. Oh, but don't lose your salvation. First mm. Peter chapter 1 and verse number 9. The prophets in the old, they were searching for it. Where are the prophets? Isaiah, Jeremiah, oh, Ezekiel, the old prophet, it was their burden to search for it. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Go to the next verse. Let me show you something. Next verse. Of which salvation the prophet have inquired and searched diligently. The prophet was searching for the salvation you have. They couldn't have it. When they have a revelation about the salvation, they were diligently searching it. It is after Jesus died, they went to paradise that they got saved. Thank God that you were saved. You were living in the dispensation of grace. They were living in the dispensation of the law. And so, according to Paul's revelation, those guys were diligently searching. In fact, one day Jesus said that many prophets wanted to hear what you are hearing. He was teaching the disciples and said, many prophets in the old were desired to hear the things you are hearing from the Son of Man. They prophesy about him. They have a revelation about Christ. They know that God was going to die. They diligently wish it happened in their time. We are talking about the prosperity. We are talking about building houses. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't strike a balance in the midst of people pursuing the material things, they can lose their salvation. Now, the generation where we are, you can sign for a contract and depends on the wicked person you meet, you can lose your salvation by somebody who wants to sleep with you as a wife before they apply their signature. They are trying to let you lose your salvation. You may be a lone lady who has served God and you have finished Legon and you want a job and you apply for a job and you want to work in a bank and the bank manager that you met say, I can give you an appointment but you must pay in kind. Is it not happening in our time and our generation? Is it not happening in our time and our generation? One young lady told me something. He said, my boss has sat on my promotion for three years because I wouldn't let him sleep with me. And the man told him that as long as I am in this office, you will never be promoted even 10 CDs in addition to your pay. And the girl released a prophetic word. And he said, God is the one that brought me here. And if need be, God will intervene. Interesting, it was not after 14 days that the man was fired. Wow. There was some more practices on the financial and he was fired straight. Fired. Tell somebody fired. fired. That's what it is. So you have to know God enough to stand for God. Sometimes you have to choose between Christ and the quick way to prosper. Hmm. Words gotten by vanity shall be diminished. The Hebrew writer says something. You see, the book of Hebrews is a very powerful book. To me, it's a very frightening book. That book is so powerful that God didn't permit the writer to put his name on it. It is one of the books in the Bible that we can't find the name of the writer. It is debatable. Some say it's Paul. Some say it's that. But important thing is that God didn't permit the writer. But the Hebrew writer says something. In Hebrews chapter 2 from verse number 1 to 3. He says, ha, let me read it. You are not going to escape. Listen. Watch this. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Have you heard something from church? Have you heard some teaching of the church? 
give heed. It means that give attention to the things you have heard. Huh? Therefore, we ought to give the more energy to the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. Somebody say slip. It means it can get out of your hand. If you don't give it attention, if you don't take heed to it, it can slip. The reason why I say don't lose your salvation is that your salvation can slip. Amen. Now go to the next verse and see something. You love it. For if the word spoken by angels was tefas, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, every transgression or disobedience, they paid for it. It's talking about, it's a comparison between the Old Testament folks and the New Testament folks. He said, those guys, eh, the transgression, they said, the word they heard, they heard it from angels. Give me an example for that. It was an angel that came to announce to Zachariah that your wife is going to have a child. So that word was a word of God, but the carrier, the messenger, I told you that the reason why you need a holistic blessing is that the message, the horse, the message, and the messenger, they must all arrive at their destination. Everybody say the horse, the message, and the messenger. The horse is the one that is carrying the messenger. And the messenger is the one that carries the message. If you take one out at the end of the destination, it's a useless assignment. So the horse, the message, and the messenger, all of them must arrive at their destination. Now, in the time of Zachariah, it was an angel that came to speak the word. When the angel spoke the word, Zachariah didn't believe. He made him dumb. The Hebrew writer is telling us that for if the word spoken by angels was tefas, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, what will happen to the New Testament folk? Listen to verse 3. Listen to verse 3. How can we escape if we neglect a great salvation? Is somebody here know what I'm talking about? Look at someone and say, how can you escape messing around with girls in your office? How can you escape sitting in church with a very nice lipstick and dress? But God no. You see, there are people, they are only Christians in church. Some of you, when we go to your neighborhood and we say, uh, you go to church, they will ask, wait, church? And they will say, pray for me. We say, what do you do there? How can we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, work out your salvation. Are you a Christian only in church or are you a Christian in the office? Listen to me. Watch me. If I become born again for one year, two years, you don't have a nickname. We have to question your Christianity. Somebody says, what's the nickname? After a certain point, your office people must begin to call you Osof Mahame. The people around the office, when, when they are talking about this girl and you come, they shut their mouth. They say, Friday all night It means that your presence must shut up some conversations. If you get there and they reinforces the conversation, something is wrong. How can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Wow, I'm preaching. Look at someone say, don't lose your salvation. Okay, after you keep your salvation intact, what is the next thing? Don't lose your hope. Write it down. I want to move very fast because my time is up. I may not get to all the scriptures. Tell somebody, don't lose your hope. Don't lose your hope. And I've preached a lot about it. When you don't lose your salvation, the next thing is that don't lose what? Your hope. Oh, a hopeless situation is a helpless situation. 
You cannot be helpless unless you are first hopeless. Once you walk around, and, and, and you can see a hopeless person. I'm not talking about somebody who has drunk a petition in your village and his hair has become Jerry Kells. We need activator to make it care well. That's what I'm talking about. They said this guy is hopeless. I'm talking about sitting in chair, dressed night with a yellow duku, but in, inside you. Can you imagine? I'm talking about sitting down and shining, but inside of you. The hope I'm talking about eh, is something hidden. Nobody must know. In fact, sometimes you demonstrate it in a bedroom. Hmm. It is very difficult to find a hopeless person in a charismatic church physically because of the way they dress. You might not know that they are going through stuff. They cover it with nice long hair. They cover it with a beautiful dress. And what about Bobby Brown makeups? All of them are covering the thing up. So when you look at them, oh, some of the people look at them, look at this yellow with a golden and a shining diamond. He said, oh, this is it. I wish I'm like them. Get to their spirit. Jesus, I'm preaching. I don't want to get to that place. Hallelujah. I curse every hopelessness in your spirit right now in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what it is. So you can be walking in the church. You are smiling. In fact, you can come and dance like this and get back and say, hmm. That is why sometimes you can't, you can't be moved by the outside appearance. You can't be moved by the outside. The way people are behaving outside. You are strong in the inside. Then I don't care what you wear on the outside. Satan will stay at your territory. The charismatic has trained people to bring their burdens to God and carry it back. Write seven things that God must do for you. Seven things you don't want to see them again. An American pastor came to church with a casket. A frightening issue. Can you imagine? I came to church and there's a yellow coffin in front of the altar. He said, by revelation. They said, What is it? He said, Everybody, write something that you don't want to see or happen in your life. After church, we are going to bury it. And he said, after something is buried, uh-huh. if you go and dig it out, utufu, you are a grave digger. And he said, listen, he said God told him that the reason people pick it back is that it has not been buried. So people can come to church with a problem. Ooh, what a nice bag. And some of you, when you come, your problem is your bag. Very nice designer bags. It is full of problems. Inside the bag is a mirror. Inside the bag is a makeup kit. Inside the bag is a little anointing oil. The good, the bad, and the ugly. All of them are in the back. Inside the back is a tissue paper. There are other things I cannot mention because of the anointing. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? And they come back and they are holding the bag. And when they come back with the bag, ah, they say, Lord, the problems are becoming heavy. And some of the women back, it can get heavy week after week because they keep adding things to it. They come to church one day and they say that, present the things to God. And some of you come to the altar with weeping. Lord, thank you. I don't want to see these things again. Oh, Lord. Lord, thank you so much.
not for taking my burden. I'm going. But after benediction, you look at everybody that's going and say, ah, hey, praise God forevermore. <laughs> uh, they come back to the altar and say, oh Lord. Uh, uh, I thought you have changed the situation. And they carry the burden back into their house. Casting all your care upon him. For he does what? He care for you. But you want to care for it yourself. So God had decided he won't care about it. Because two of us cannot care at the same time. There was, there was, there was, there was this second world war, bombing raging. And the, 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 the Nazis were shooting the bombs into Britain. And when it comes, you find a place called shelter. The shelter is a military place that sometimes can be a basement. And they have all kinds of sand to prevent the bombs. It's called a bunker. Okay, for better military time. And so when you come and you see the bomb is raging around a particular place, you run to the shelter. And when they come around, after the bomb has stopped, they come to clean the debris and the, all the things and the shutters and all the kind of things that the bomb produced. And there was one old lady that they, when they went to the shutter, they couldn't find her. And so there was a rumor, some say she's dead. Some say, I'm sure a bullet has hit her. Some say it's that. So when they came back, the woman was walking around. They said, we thought you were dead. He said, no, I'm not dead. And they said, where have you been? He said, I'll be in my room. He said, ah, with all the bombs. He said, I read in my Bible that he neither sleeps nor slumber. I said, two of us cannot wake up at the same time. If he neither sleeps nor slumber, then let me go to bed so that he can watch over my life. Is somebody hearing what I'm preaching here this morning at all? Casting all your care upon him. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your hope. Sleepless night is a sign of losing your hope. Anxiety is a sign of losing your hope. Frustration is a sign of losing your hope. Hey! Oh, don't force me to preach. I want to teach the word of God this morning. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Complaining is a sign of losing your hope. Talking your problems to people is a sign of losing your hope. God promised to do it, but he didn't say you do it in your time. The reason you are anxious is that you want God to do it in your time, but he said in his own time. Now, boy, listen. I found out something in the Bible. God came to Abraham and he said, I'll make your descendant like a star. But he didn't really tell me exactly the time you give him a son. So why was Abraham complaining about delay? I wish God came and said, Abraham, I'll give you a son next year. And God didn't bring it. He just promised that he's going to give you the blessing. But the time to do it, he didn't say it. The reason you are anxious is that you want God to do it in your time. And sometimes the reason he doesn't want to do it in your time is that when you get it, you use it to show off. That's a strong one. You will come and tell everybody who doesn't have it how you got it. And you change your walking and sometimes walk in front of them and let them feel. Let me tell you something. God give Penina a child and you give Hannah a child. The Bible says Penina wake up and start sweeping. And the Bible says his adversary provoke her soul. But sometimes without your adversaries, you won't get closer to God. You may be 52 years, you are not married. Don't lose your hope. Wait. 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 You will still get a husband and marry. Even if you are 70 years, you will still get a man and marry. I just told you, he didn't promise to do it in your time.
anytime you lose your hope, you develop a spiritual heart sickness. When you lose your hope, you develop what? A spiritual heart sickness. Your physical heart will be fine, but your spiritual heart will have a problem. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse number 12. Spiritual heart sickness. Hope defer, make the heart sick. Hope defer. Now, when you go to university and you defer a course, what do you do? When you say you have defer a course, you do what? You postpone it. Eh? You can postpone your hope. Give me the NIV version, they will get it. Hope defer. Hmm. Watch this. Hope defer, NIV version. Hope defer makes the heart sick. Give me the another version. Maybe the message Bible, something. Give me some version. I need something. Hope defer. <laughs> Unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. Amplified version. Wow. Hope defer makes the heart sick. Hope defer. Give me the ASV Bible. ASV Bible. Okay, GNT. Okay, learn. When hope is crushed, the heart is crushed. This is correct. Yesterday, God showed me something about anger. And he told me that I can't heal you or or take anger completely out of your life. He said, I was, you were created in the image of God. And so everything your father has, you has it. Mm-hmm. The child of a goat is a goat. It's not a discovery. Mm-hmm. So every, if you are created in the image of God, you have some. So God told me anger is not a sin. It's your action after anger. And he added something. He said, anytime you are acting negatively on your anger, you are in your weakest state. And it's the fastest contact for the enemy into your life. Think about it. Now stop clapping and hear this. Have you noticed any time you are fasting, you get angry quickly? Satan wants to steal the fasting results. How do I know that anger is not a sin? Be angry and sin not. How do I know that? Because Jesus Christ got angry. I don't want to prove you that scripture. There was a time he went to the temple and the man came there and the man has a withered hand. And the Bible said the Pharisees were there seeing whether you heal him. And Jesus Christ was angry about the hardness of their hearts. God's anger is slow. Man's anger is fast. God's anger protects. Man's anger destroys. These are the points. Most of the marriage destroying. Somebody should have said, I am sorry. When hope is what? Give me the GNT Bible. When hope is crushed, the heart is what? Okay, watch this. Watch this. Uh-huh. There's another point I wanted to make at the anger. God showed me that as blood is to a lion, anger is to the devil. The way a lion loves blood, that is the way Satan loves anger. Acting on your anger. The devil loves it. I did something in anger. God said, go down, let me teach you something. And God began to teach me. I pray that God will teach you things. Amen. Have you noticed that? There's another one you showed me. God told me that anytime two couples are angry and they are sleeping, they are not sleeping as couple, they are sleeping with the devil. So, Nana, if you and B is angry and wait the hand on the boy for, that is why I said, don't let the sun go down. It's like Idi me having two wives. He kiss this one small and turn to this one small. You are not couples again. You are not married couples. You are both of them are married to the devil. And that is why the anger can build on her and 
the two of you. I'm sure there's somebody here who came with his wife, but they are not talking. Somebody say prophetic. It's not prophetic. I think it's word of wisdom. Whatever it is. Oh, it's there. It's there. It's there. It can be there. Hallelujah. That is why I tell you, marry a Christian. Anger can let you come to church, and if you when God speak, you get angry. Now me ask more, but now I no no bo se na kwa na ekosuru. Na etweba. Satan has built his house in your house. No no, you are in trouble. You are in big time trouble, especially anger that is mixed with pride. Unukunya to kwetu wa se jeans be trade akoda. Wa se jeans pa. Na be ma nsu buafu. Can I tell you how the thing works? Now you are angry at home. The Satan begin to make your husband's secretary look like he's a nice girl. The orchestration and the networking is very sharp. The girl suddenly come and say that, let me say, I, think, I don't know what's going on. Are you okay? Are you okay? And the guest are talking things like, I, do, I, do, I can't imagine anybody can marry a man like you and disturb him. The networking is very sharp. A seed has been sown in the mind. Bam! You two went to the office, one of your colleagues. Why, Teresa? Why are you so dumb? Let's go for lunch. He takes a, a, a spoon of fried rice. Try to say, I know your husband does, but let me try one. Can I put it in your mouth? Bam! Now, as a result of that, what the devil is moving the two of you to do, you are losing hope in the marriage. And then you come back, and the anger is being reinforced. Because now you have a substitute. Look at somebody and say, this thing looks like you. That the person looks like him. That the person. Mm. That the person looks like you. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> that is why the marriage is more difficult than being a managing director. People mess it around. You see, some people can have a very good career and very successful, and even when they are losing their marriage, they think that they are okay. You will not go to God and account for being a managing director. You account for being a father. It takes hope for you to marry and live in a sacrificial love and wait for your partner to develop, become what you want God to make him to be. It's awesome. Some of the men that you think they are bad men, if God work on them, they will be the best you will ever have. Oh, I'm preaching today. Some of the women that you think they are bad women, if you allow God to work on them, they will be the best you can ever have in this world. That's why you don't need to follow anybody's husband. There is something called Debbie Debbie Ebeye. That is the state where I was when your mother marries me. It was the be the be a bay affairs, and then Yamia Dumti or Yami Bosheno. The be the be a bay executor, and these guys are about to move into the world. Though. You have not seen anything yet. No, don't have hope, 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 hope. Hope defer. Now, let me give you a scripture when you see your hope is going down. Address it. Talk to yourself. Address the hope. What am I talking about? I said, do what? That is what David did. Psalm 45, verse 3. David said, Share. Now we hope. Then I'll be so channel. 
talk to yourself. Sometimes put a mirror, sit down, look at yourself and begin to talk to yourself. Psalm 42 verse 3. My tears have been my meat day by day. So hope we need to to I told you, I said, God, God never said faith will be easy. And hope too will never be easy. We are going, heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. It will be hard, we know, and then what? And the road will be muddy and what? It will be muddy and what? But we will do what? That is faith. I pronounce your husband and wife. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. No. And who any school, I won't give any amount certificate. It is the only institution they give you the certificate on the day of immatriculation. Is that what they call it? Can we go school? Where we have a graduation amount certificate? Where we remunerate the amount? It means that self school we know who that. Tell somebody, talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. For sure, my tears have been. David said, "I say my tears have been my meat day and night. Why they why they continually say unto me, where is your God? Is anybody they are asking questions like that? And as a result of the question they were asking, they started affecting his hope. What it is? The next verse, ten years. Huh? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, David. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With the voice of joy and praise. With the multitude that kept holiday. I don't want to talk about this. Look at the next verse. Huh. When thou art cast down, oh my soul, why art thou cast down? Oh, why have thou cast down, oh my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. David Busani show said, Why have thou cast down? In two bit sorry, well, let's take your fine. But your soul is cast down. Your hope is gone down. The hope to marry is diminishing. The hope to have a child is diminishing. Not that God is not saying he's not going to give you the child, though, but you are losing hope on it. Because he has promised and he will never fail. I will hang on him and I will hang on him. So as for God, he has promised, and he promises a yea and what? Amen. But there's something inside you that is telling you that I did when you. And the disadvantage of a hopeless life is that it delays the blessing. Give me the NIV version. Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. Thank you. So anytime you see yourself going down, sit down in the mirror and tell your soul that put your hope in God. Abraham has to hope against hope. Romans chapter 4 verse 18. Abraham have to do what? Hope against what? Hope. Because the guy dare not lose his hope. I want to ask you a question. When you wake up one day and the government of now has increased full 100%, what will happen to you? The psalmist said, hope thou in God. <laughs> there is nothing like having a confidence that people are going to help you and they turn their back on you. Mm. Curse is everyone that puts his trust in man. Hope thou in God. Slap somebody and say, don't lose your hope. Can I give you another one? Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your salvation. Don't lose your hope. And don't lose what? Definitely the two of them work together. Faith is a substance of things you do what? Hope for. 
So it's useless to even win your hope and lose your faith. Because the two of them are married to produce miracles. Faith is the wife of hope. And when two of them meet, they produce miracle children. Don't lose your faith. Tell somebody, don't lose your faith. No, 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 no. The just shall live by what? I told you the other day that faith is not an adventure. It's a lifestyle. It must be a lifestyle. You must live it as a lifestyle. You must live it as a lifestyle. Faith must be a lifestyle. It is a substance of things you hope for. It is a vital link between God and man. It is a force that connects man with God. The more of that currency you have, the more the exploit you make. When you step into Porter City, it's not money, it is faith. Because, you see, the, somebody who doesn't walk in the natural, the knowledge of the secret of the kingdom is foolishness to those who are not in the kingdom. So when people, if somebody is not a Christian and does not born again and doesn't understand faith, he doesn't see it's wise how you should pay your tithe. So a government is going to build something like this. We have to go to tender. We have to go and check the coffers. We have to do this. But faith doesn't do that. It's a substance of things you hope for. Watch this. It is the evidence of things you don't see, but you believe it will happen. So listen, we started building Porter City with about 40,000 Ghana cities in our account. If you like, come and value it now. I told you that the way money buys things in the natural, faith buys things in the spirit. Now, this is your problem. The reason why you can't live by faith is that you're always trying to figure out how it's going to be done. So, assuming I sat down and said, hey, 48,000, now you can him cement price. Because evidence always leads you to the original. Faith is the evidence of things you don't see. What is the evidence that makes you build this? My God shall supply. Faith, eh? there is three types of faith. We have the word of faith. We have the gift of faith. And we have the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith can be impacted. It means that the driving force of faith that is building here, when you get around me, you can suck that faith. This thing is not natural. It's supernatural. It's a grace behind the man that do the things he does. So, if you are not spiritual, you cannot get But If you are spiritual, you can receive impartation. You see, let me tell you something. The reason why you take the things here for granted is because you sit in, because you are in. But when people come from outside and see it, it's a sign and a wonder to them. What say? That is why in marriage, your partner can take you for granted. Can I tell you why? Anytime somebody takes you for granted, it means that you have been there for the person. You didn't get it. Huh? It's like immature church. Anytime I go to, you see, I travel a lot to preach. And then when you go to a church, one of the things I value the immaturity of a church is that when you go there, they try to lift you, the guest preacher, above their pastor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are coming there for three days, but their pastor has stayed with them all the while. Mm-hmm. They are taking the man for granted because he has been there for them. Yeah. Oh, some people can be in a church. One day I went to preach in a church. Somebody came to me and said, oh, you have been so much a blessing. I want to sow a seed in your life. When he gave me the seed, the Holy Ghost spoke and I came and said, have you ever given your pastor that seed? He said, no, man of God, I give my seed to people that think that anointing is upon them. I said, I don't need your money. Go and give it to your pastor. And when I finish with him, he has to ask forgiveness of sins. And if you are not also a smart leader, you collect the money. When you go back, God will deal with you. Anytime a pastor invites 
another pastor to come to church to preach. They come to compliment what he's doing. The fivefold ministry for the perfection of the saints. So somebody can be like my friend Bobasare. He's operating in a pastoral and a teaching office. And he wants a apostolic and a prophetic impartation for the church members. He brings me down. A prophet cannot say he's more anointed than the pastor. Because it's different office. After you don't lose your salvation, you don't lose your hope. You don't lose your faith, don't lose your joy. What do I call it? Don't lose what? It's a fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, peace, joy. Somebody say joy. Oh, I wish I can stay with joy. Tell somebody, don't lose your joy. Tell them, don't lose your joy. Oh, no circumstance in life, whether a boyfriend left you, whether you wake up, your house is burned, no circumstance should steal your joy. Whether you are fired from the office, whether the guy said they won't go out with you again, no circumstance should let you lose your joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Whether the thing delays or not delay, whether the thing comes fast or not fast, no circumstance. Let's say joy is a fruit of the spirit. The difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is as a result of happiness. So you get a new car, you are happy. Somebody gives you some money, you are happy. But everything happiness brought, you can lose it at the same time you got it. Now, joy is a fruit of the spirit. Happiness is from the outside. It is based on physical things and things you have received. Joy is from the inside. Joy will bring you to church without chop money or without transportation back and you'll still be dancing in church. It is very difficult. Kai, 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 kai. Lord, I'm going to tell them. Watch this. Anytime you are depressed, joy has left your life. Depression is the absence of the joy of God. The joy of the Lord, when it exits your life, it leaves you with depression. And once you are depressed, you are a victim of oppression. You cannot be oppressed until you are first depressed. Depression is your responsibility. Oppression is the devil's responsibility. But Satan sends depression to bring you oppression. It means that when you are sad and you are depressed, then as a result of the depression, you can develop a sickness. There are so many things that the devil will do to try to steal your joy. You can go to the office today and say you are fired. Begin to dance. All things work together for good to them. Well, guys, can I ask you, have you ever had a boyfriend that call you and say he's not interested in the relationship again? Anybody has a chance? But you are still looking, looking nice. Are you getting it? Do you know why that boy left? God is bringing somebody better than that one. That's what it is. You see, if you have the joy of the Lord there, eh, then you cannot be depressed because somebody left your life. Ishmael and Isaac, which one do you like? But you see, because Ishmael came first, eh, you may think that everything is Ishmael, but there's another promising one. Okay? Absence of joy in your life can let you be coming to Porter City and drive to Central and not know you are there. Absence of joy brings overthinking. It brings stress and anxiety. It doesn't normally happen in Ghana, but sometimes I see it in America a lot. Have you ever seen somebody not drive? Have you ever happened to you? Then you are dancing. It is the joy of the Lord in a car. You don't need anybody to be there. You can have a church in your car. Joy. A joyful Christian is a victorious Christian. 
I am sure that one is from the Spirit of God. Let me give you one or two scriptures to help you. Somebody say joy. joy. <laughs> one of my favorite scriptures for joy is Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17. I love it. I love it. It doesn't mean you have heard all the good news. You have heard things you don't want to hear. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail. Negative situation. The field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no head in the store. What will you do? Ah! Yet I will rejoice. <laughs> Give me the other one, the GNT. You remember the GNT? Come back to verse number 17. Even though the fig trees have no fruit and no grapes grow on the vine, these are seasons that you are expecting grapes to export some of them and to keep your bank account intact. You went to the farm, 70 acre farm of grapes, no fruit. Hey, even though the fig trees have no fruit and no grass grow on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no grain, now doc, you are doing four about fifty acres. You do a bro and can't This is the situation. You assume you are tight. You bought PFC, you bought Porter City. You bought Paya, you fast in 17, you bought. Then maybe I'm mad. My major prayer point. Open heavens 2016, I did to her. Radim Amiku. 2017, I tried seven times. This year, I tried 12. I'm going to be a little bit. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I want some sincere people. Sometimes I want to say, I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the A guy met me and said, Daddy, I'm going to go to the spirit. I said, That's spirit. I said, Baby, I'm going to go to the spirit. And I'm saying, This year, I'm going to go to I'm saying, a juma ben ayoso. Me, me a juma, me accountant. Me and me, we fee a small one, two bedroom house. Me car, Hyundai pony. Or can I move out any spirit tamper? Or see back out there. Or can I get any plane? Parking lot. Get any cotran and came. I'm so cotran. Get a miasi. Say what plane? Get any cotran and came. I'm parking lot. Just in a me car, no me boy. What do you do? You teach people to pass exams, you yourself will fail. Yeah. Why does bad things happen to good people? It's a question. So, baby, oh, why? I said, Mamma, come on, why? Oh, Brassier, I will fail, and then everything that makes a woman to be called a woman, you have it. It's not funny. Right? People come to church with questions. And there is something about God. He doesn't sometimes answer questions. One day I asked him, I said, oh Lord, why don't you talk? He said, my silence is an answer. Now I'm 
Me, my mother, no, I had mistress. She was a very tough woman. My mother raised four boys, plus other people that was speaking. Sometimes we say, my mother, I say, 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 I if you don't touch any one of them, once you don't hear an answer, vanish. Sometimes God will not talk. You say, my silence is an answer. Even though the fig tree have no fruit and no grapes grow on the vine, even though the olive crop fails and the field produce no grape, even though the sheep all die and the cattle store are empty, flock of sheep, thousand sheep, all of them have died. And the stock, maybe an entry one is empty. And in those days, once you don't have a car, you don't have milk. Very challenging situation. And the prophet said that in the midst of all these things, I will still be joyful and glad. This is the key. This is the key. Because the Lord God is my what? Savior. Which means that God is saying that it is not the cattle that is your savior. It's not the fig tree. It's not the grapes. Mm -hmm. Even if I give you the grapes, the grapes can still be given to you and nobody will buy it. So when you see negative situations around you and you begin to get depressed, your trust is in the material. Your trust is in the creation instead of the creator. So the man is saying that in the midst of everything, I will still be joyful and glad. I will still be joyful and glad. I will still be joyful and glad. My boyfriend left me, but I'm dancing in church. My husband is maltreating me. My boss is messing me up. But I cannot be depressed. Business is going down. They lock our building in Tema. And I'm in the contact. I'm in the top woman. At that time in the judicial, I was sitting at the entrance of his house. I'm saying, the building, we are coming to see the woman, to see the situation. And the way God asked me a question, I have to vanish. Hey, nobody can let you feel bad like God. I was sitting, the Lord said, you, coming to see somebody on my behalf, can't I defend myself? It was from that day I vowed. I decided I would never go to court. I never, even the day they were giving the judgment, I never stepped there. I never, I said, I will not follow this case. I will not follow it. You can't hear God and doubt him. Never. When I was standing at the protest, the Lord asked me a question. Tell me in here, which one do you like? I couldn't answer him. Right? Whatever you are going through, eh, God has another picture bigger than the one you claim you are losing. Go and rejoice in the Lord. I don't care what has happened to your life. I don't care the negative picture the devil has given to you. God has a better plan. I told you last week, your husband left you. Marry another man. Your boyfriend left you. Go for another guy. Your job collapsed. Start another job. Hey! You are like you have been baptized in double lemon juice. Good morning. How are you? Come out of that depression and step out of that thing. I rebuild that spirit around your life. The joy of the Lord is yours.
and stop misbehaving. Can I tell you this? There is nothing you are going through that somebody has not gone through the worst. That they came out and shake it off. What are you talking about? No, if you are going to be part of this family, nothing must knock you down. Nothing must depress your life. If you are going to come to this family, you must go through the hell and the high waters. You must walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And you will still fear no evil. Because if God be for you, no devil can be against you. Listen, sit down and hear this. If you are going to be part of this family, get it. You will surely get to your glorious destination. But it will not come by butter and bread. You are going to have the child. You are going to have the twins. You are going to have the money. You are going to have the house. You are going to have the business. But it will come through rough roads. And by the time God brings you there, you'll be so simple and blessed because you don't even know how you got there. Oh, I, I wish I can preach. I don't want to preach this morning. Will somebody get to what I'm done? Hey. Fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. I pray that you will not lose hope in whatever you have gone through. I pray that you will fight this battle through. Hey. I pray that you will stand up as a warrior. Hey! hey. Yeah. I will contend with them that contend against you. I will fight against your enemies. Hey. Rejoice not over me, my hey. enemy. If I fall, I shall arrive. Hey. If I sit in darkness, the law. Yeah. Somebody shall yes. Yes. Sit down, sit down. Let me finish. until you lose hope huh? until you lose faith huh? until you lose joy huh? the worst thing that had ever happened to you is to walk around in the midst of your challenge look for people to come and sympathize with you it's a dangerous state you can put yourself in I, I saw something when I was studying today even God God he's ready to change your morning to dancing if you only you will rejoice he promised Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. He said it. He said it. He's ready to change it. He said, I will give you. Isaiah 61 and verse number 3. Watch this. To give to those who mourn in Zion. And to appoint unto them their mourning Zion. To give them, to give unto them beauty for what? So instead of ashes, he gives you what? Watch this. And the next one is what? Huh? Huh? The oil of joy for what? The oil of joy for what? The oil of so instead of mourning, God is ready to give you the oil of joy. Thank you. 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 Thank The reason the devil is looking for every major to kill is not all the children, it's because of Moses. The reason why the prince of Persia is restoring Daniel's prayer is because a revelation is coming. For those of you who are going through fierce battle, I have a word for you. Satan doesn't fight anything that doesn't have a future. If you see the devil 
fighting your marriage, it means that there is something God is going to use that marriage for. If you see the devil fighting your finances, he probably wants to make you a financial mugu in the kingdom. If you see the devil fighting your childbirth, you are about to birth a somewhere. Oh. Satan knows it. Now listen, this is another thing you must get. The fact that the devil is fighting does not mean he will win. You are the only one who will permit him to win. <laughs> I wish I can tell you this. Isn't it interesting? We, eh, before we get into the boxing ring to fight, God calls us more than conquerors. He said, you go and fight. So it doesn't matter the size of the opponent. It can be a goal. God has a stone. Now, T, T, this is one thing that threatens you. Come, because you look like Goliath. Your height. Metal dress. A seal. Goliath has a metal dress. He has a metal helmet. Here, that time there was no trousers, but the dress had metal. Now, listen, catch this. No matter how your enemy is dressed, there is a spot God's stone can land. So it is not your business to sit down and that. Now, Golad forgotten that. You see, the way Golad is dressed, he's looking for a man. You know something. And this is why I say, be yourself. Girls, be yourself. Listen, watch me. All the yellow scarf, watch me. Watch me. Now, listen. Do you remember when the battle was going on? Saul tried to give David his armor. If the armor could help, why didn't you Saul wear it? It is dangerous to go for war wearing somebody's armor. Dangerous. David told Saul that I have not proven this. Huh? Because Goliath is wearing something better than what Saul has. So if you see your enemies are sophisticatedly dressed, you need the divine direction. And let me tell you something. In the field of warfare, your enemy will always make a mistake. Wow. Goliath never thought that somebody was in the bush learning how to kill up to pray. One day, the same time, tell you, God can back off a stone. God's power can, the Bible said the stone sink into his head. There's no doctor to do surgery. The weight of the stone. When David strained the thing, whoom, whoom, and swing it, whoom, it went direct. If the thing were to hit Goliath's dress, it would fall down. You are disturbing yourself for nothing. For nothing. You are depressed, oppressed, compressed, downpressed, superpressed, downpressed, because a boy left you. You are depressed because a woman left you. You are depressed because your husband is disturbing you. Hope thou in God. Sit down, buddy. Hope that in God. Tell somebody, let joy be a lifestyle. Tell somebody, let joy be a lifestyle. First Thessalonians 5.16. Joy must be what? Maybe I know what's say. Now, I want to ask you a question, guys. How do you feel walking around somebody who is always laughing? How do you come in power say more? Have you ever lived with somebody who works for Granada Sene? He disarm your anger. Straight. 
The reason there's always fire in your house is a fire for fire. We know so who come up and now so I start it. No, it's not anything. It's very nice. That's why it's very important. Don't walk around people who are always depressed. They will infect you with it. Rejoice. Everybody say that with me. Do what? How many more? If you start today and you stop yesterday, you are in trouble. If you start today and you stop tomorrow, you are in trouble. God say evermore. Give me another translation. Different translation. Which one? Huh? Huh? Be joyful what? Say very that. Be joyful what? How many ways? And what is always? Good season, bad season. The guy left you. The one is not coming. Your husband said, well, always. Always. It's a very simple teaching, but difficult to practice. So put your natural teeth to practice it. God will not anoint anybody has not tested. Because the testing period is a process of humility. It is when God breaks your ego. Ooh. I told you last time that if I've not been through what I've been through, by this time God brought to me, when I'm coming to church, people will carry me. Simple. You will not walk around and be picking debris. There is something. You see, you know the reason why you are still the way. God does not knock you. He can knock you. He can break you. He did something to Nebu. Eh? <laughs> when Nebu returned from the investor of the animal kingdom, a guy that built the hanging garden of Babylon. And he said, look at this great Babylon my hand has built. The Bible says in the book of Nazar was sober. He said that you, God said that you will know that the Almighty rules on the face of you. The fact that you've been through what you have been through does not mean you are a failure. Get it from this guy. Get it from this guy. Read what is on the screen. Be cheerful no matter what. Let all my guests in the choir say it for me to hear. Be cheerful no matter what. Let all the ushers say it for me to hear. Be cheerful no matter what. Those who are not in any group say it for us to hear. I love the English word. Be cheerful no matter what. It means that other things are going to come that you don't want to be cheerful. But no matter what, though the flick tree will not blossom, I will rejoice. Also, for this key, it can be more powerful than prayer. This one, it can be very powerful when you combine with prayer and fasting. Jesus Christ. Everything is going down, but you are singing a new song. We rather want to practice the opposite. Want to cry for everybody to see you are crying. Trying to get people to just sympathize with you. Let me end with you now. Don't lose your praise. Oh, those who are shouting, I know that you just got something. And I'm going to fire you up that this morning. Don't lose your salvation. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your joy. Finally, don't lose your praise. I wrote something down here. Every truth carries some profit. Profit. Every truth carries some profit. Once you discover the truth, there's a profit in the truth. If you don't know the truth, you'll be in bondage. 
but that's not even the beef. I just wrote that one. Praise is a contact for divine increase. You see, the way about Soria, it is an attack. Praise is a contact for divine increase. Psalm 67, verse 5 to 7. Are you with me? Somebody say, Praise, 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 praise. Wow. What lose hope? I may say, What sacrasa? What you mean, sour sorry? Have you ever noticed sometimes you have for there? Some of the guys, some of the real monantino, you know, he has lost their praise. Obi, who said, Get no dinner, you know, no more. What's a meal, Bob? What's a meal, Bob? The way I was sugar, honor. Sana Bako crowd, they almost Bako crowds of what's here, sir. Today, listen, I'm going to tell you some things about praise. After this, we are going to get into crazy praise for Jesus Christ. Tell somebody, shout to somebody, say, don't lose your praise. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose it. Listen, Psalm 67. Psalm 67, verse 5. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people do what? Praise thee. What will happen? Verse number 6. Count, count. Then shall the earth yield an increase. Entity. So who dare for hey, Matilda? Listen, Matt, do you want your cocoa to bear more fruit? Yes. This is the key. Do you want people to come to your shop and buy things? Wake up in the morning and spend 15 minutes praising God. Uh, you are not understanding what I'm talking about. Somebody's wrote that. Then shall the earth yield her increase. This is scripture. John chapter 17, verse 17. Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. So God's word cannot lie. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then what will happen? Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. Try we are saying tone is a bomb. You are not qualified for the blessing if you stop praising. It is a reason why many people have struggled in the church. The absence of praise. Hey, everything the enemy is attacking is attacking our praise. Mm. Mm. There are times, most of the times that you are praying, you should rather stop praying and start praising. Give me verse number seven. Let me finish this in five. Why a gentle You see, you are too gentle for God to bless you. Do you know the reason why God called David the man after my heart? He danced until his kinship grew further. I want to warn you with something. Stop the talking and hear this. I want to warn you. This is a divine warning. If you come to church and you won't praise God and people are praising God, be careful the way you criticize them in your heart. This is the revelation in the Bible. Every woman in the Bible gave birth. Every woman. Some of them, they marry over 100 years before God opened their womb. There is only one woman that died without a child in the Bible. One woman. Only one woman from Genesis to Revelation. He is called Micaiah. Saul's daughter that criticized David for praising God. God said, I will make you barren to life. God doesn't play. Listen. Thank God for prayer warriors. A praiser can hit heaven faster than a prayer warrior. What about 
A prayer warrior that adds praises to the prayer. Oh, those who shouted, you just got something. I said, those who shouted, you just got something. Now listen. Your life could have changed for a long time. If the day God gave you a bicycle, say, oh Lord, thank you very much, oh Lord. Yeah. Buzanga Vovo, Lord, you are worthy to be praised. Gasson. Hi, Mau. Now listen, as you are praising him, he gives you a motto. Now the moment you get the motto, don't just praise. Lie down on the floor and roll. Say, hey Lord, me too today, I can go to the fuel station and buy fuel. Please, Lord, thank you. You drive your motor, wake up in the morning, you clean the motto. Once you are cleaning, Lord, I thank you. Yeah, Lord, me, motto. Hey. Then God say, look at the way he's praising me. Angels, give her tigo. You go to God and say, Lord, now you want to kill me. Lord, you want to kill me. Lord, me, Tigo. And that's why I say, Lord, I don't know what to do. You come to church, you are sweeping. You are praising. You are telling people, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Don't say no. Give him a BMW. No. Once you are praising, and you start jumping and dancing, the Lord said, give him a, give him a Rolls Royce. Give him a Rolls Royce. Once you are saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. Huh? God said, can we add an aircraft? Huh? He moves you from one dimension to the other. Somebody is praising God for what they are doing. I'm a finisher. You cannot be praised for unless you are grateful. Stop clapping. See, instead of going to God and turning in the mirror and say, Lord, if you don't have a nose, will you be looking for a husband? Have you seen a noseless woman looking for a husband before? You should rather thank God that you are married worthy. Lord, I praise you. You see, that's what the Bible says in all things, give thanks. Huh? What's the verse 7 saying? God shall bless us, and all the earth, ends of the earth shall fear him. Heartfelt praise. James chapter 5, verse 13. Heartfelt praise. Is any among you afflicted? Let him do what? So when you see demonic affliction, what do you do? Huh? But is any married? Let him do what? Sing song. All the world problem is on you. And so what? There's nothing you are going through that nobody has ever been through the West. I said, if your husband left to marry another man, enjoy the kissing of that man. God will not consult your past to determine your future. Listen to me. Give me your phone. Come on. Your boyfriend send you a text message. Quay, 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 quay. I'm very sorry. When I wake up in this morning, I've lost interest. I don't love you again. Read the message. Come to church. Join the praise and worship. After that, go back and send. Quay, 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 quay. I'm expecting this. God bless you. You will see me and bow down your head in shame. reaction yeah. woe unto you when your enemy discover that what they did you are depressed 
devil have any slightest sign? No. One day at him, I told the devil, I said, Satan, show me John the Baptist church building. I pointed seven people in the Bible and said, show me Jesus church building. John the Baptist was in the bush and everybody was going there. Building or no building. Well, listen. One of the greatest things we did to the devil that shocked him was to do 40 days fasting in the street. It shocked the powers and the marine spirits. Frustrated them. With mobile toilets and we were in the streets. Some people here don't know what we are talking about. No, they don't understand. Everything you cry. Crying has become part of your, 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 your syllables. Everything. So, very soon, you are looking good. You are sick. Write this one down. The child of God, this one, it came to my spirit and I wrote. The child of God, that is ever singing, ever praising God, ever rejoicing. That child of God will always win his battles. Amen. The child of God, that is ever praising, ever singing. Not doing it part time and not doing it once a while. Vero, do you hear what I'm saying? Ever praising. If you import things and you come and things are difficult, you are praising God. If you go and put something, somebody says, sir, you say, you crazy God. If you ask your husband to kiss you, he say, you won't do it. Then you start dancing in front of him. Amen. You frustrate him. Ah, can I tell you this? There are some girls here. They are angry about a boy who doesn't think about them. <laughs> boy, now, who you know, he's kissing a girl right now in Tama Island. He has forgotten about you long time. Today, may you wake up and say, may the Lord wake something up. Shout to someone and say, don't lose your praise. He said, no matter what, don't lose it. Some of you are angry people doesn't think about you. You are not even in their vocabulary and they are thinking. You are just living in the past. You are living in the past. You are living in the past. And the greatest enemy to the future is the past. After the open. We cannot entertain those people in church. We don't have time for those. Where we are going, we cannot handle those people. We can, I mean, they are hindrance to divine breakthrough. Look at someone say, Don't mess my blessing with your depression. Don't mess it. Don't mess it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me check you. Let me give you an acid test. How you determine whether that day you get blessed. Eh? Sit down in church and they say, hi. How you doing? Hi. If one doesn't laugh, change your position. <laughs> that person who didn't laugh is a hindrance to your breakthrough. <laughs> test, test the thing on the left and your right. Test it. That say hello. How are you doing? We need hello. Oh, so you are sitting by a deputy. Do you know some people since I start preaching, they have never laughed. God has forgotten you long time. 
They said they were interviewing a woman who was picking straight children. And then they were going to see an interview. And say, Are you nervous? Say, No, I'm thanking God. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I'm even evacuated. I could have been there and the water will come and kill me. But I'm so glad I'm going to sleep in a shelter. I'm so glad my God will provide. Look at someone and say, My God. You got to know your God. Just come into church and everything. Uti bad news kakra. Hmm, 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 hmm. I don't know how practice beam. Brother Jacob said, I'm paying me Can I quote this one for you to write? People who walk in, in the realm of perfect praise never suffer defeat. commentary. People who walk in the realm of perfect praise never suffer defeat. Psalm 8 and verse number 2. Kidabashoya. Look at someone say Kaduyas. It is a tongue we speak it once a year. And it activates your spirit for praise. People who walk in the realm of perfect praise never suffer defeat. Not the realm of a, a casual praise, perfect praise. Put, now give me where. David connected. Jesus Christ quoted something from Psalm. He quoted it in Matthew chapter 27. Eh? And then verse 16. Well, he quoted it from Psalm. Give me Psalm 8 verse 2. Fed. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast ordained strength because of what? Your enemies. So one of the reasons you have to praise God is that you make God descend on your enemies. Can somebody stand up and church his heart and say, ask me, I don't have enemies. Visible and invisible. Bodies and without bodies. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thy enemies. Thou mightest still the avenger. Thou mightest still the enemy and avenger. So please put a break on the enemy and avenger. When we start praising God, the Bible said, when Jehoshaphat and the people start praising God, God set ambushment. So praise give God opportunity to fight your enemies. Sometimes when the devil gives you a bad picture, start praising God. She will run away. Look at the way Jesus quoted Matthew 21, verse 16. Matthew 21. Ushu cry the bass when you're ready to be praising God. I say the bomb milk. How will you dance on that shoe? This shoe that we used to open milk, how will you dance on that shoe? I'm telling you. The kind of shoe shoe people wear shows that you are not even ready to praise God. And but when you be a shower carpet, so pay Udua Bonti as a son immediately. A map in the Tibetan Pabuan Pabuano, a was pet tie. empire by Assassin. Open a mutimi change him or car ties, I can't tie empire. Both your pass almost will be, or is anyway in his eco, no in his eco, a camera to him, Silpers, my year, Radina Guru. Yesterday I was going on about what he misses, year, Radina Guru. Today may no shoe hinder you from praising the Lord. And said unto him, Hearest thou what they say? And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have ye never heard? The people were praising God, and the, the Pharisees were trying to stop them from praising God. Jesus said, Have ye never read out of the mouth of base and suckling thou hast perfected praise? So Jesus quoted Psalm 8, verse 2. Out of the mouth, thou have perfected praise. Perfect praise. Somebody say, Perfect praise. Write this one down. The devil cannot handle you when you walk in the realm of praise. Mm. 
You'll be too much for him to handle. Mm. Give me some hundred verse four. Satan cannot handle you. Mm. Tell somebody praise is a weapon. Tell somebody praise is a weapon. Tell it, tell it, tell it. Tell the person praise is a weapon. Wow. Praise is what? Some hundred verse four. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and enter his court with what praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. Today, enter into his gate with what? This is the protocol to enter God's house. When you are entering the gate, enter with thanksgiving. By the time you get to the court, make sure you have started dancing. Then the doors will be opened by itself. Guys, can I tell you this? Listen to me very carefully. Some things you don't expect to happen in life. You remember I was ministry, there was a girl who was caught with a guy for, I think, 16 years and a What well, was it? 12 years. 12 years. And the guy said, I'm not This is more than medicine. <laughs> How many years do they do medicine? Seven. 12. Eight. So I'm starting no more class two, say, baby. Class two. Can you imagine class two boyfriend? He has left you at Portis. You must have a praise. If you don't bring your praise out, somebody will steal your destiny. Is it possible that God allowed the guy to love you because of the one that is coming? But the road to success is more important to God than the success itself. You must be trained for it. Whatever happen, don't lose your praise. Keep on praising God. Your miracle is not in the hands of any pastor. They can be used as a contact. Your miracle is in, a, is in your qualitative praise. I mean, yeah. I didn't think I won't say because of a new girlfriend. I didn't think I won't say I am in the Central University. I just got a fiance. You just got what? I wouldn't cry near you. Huh? Yeah, I'm You better born again here, Radica. And then I'm going to fall back. No deodorant. The anointing was producing natural deodorant for our body. We were serving the Lord in madness. Today, people come to church. The whole week, Sunday, one day, and now, Ukra Wolfing, 20 Ghana cities, beer, Anonatiti, the Ukraine, what sugar must I be? Now, eh, as I said, my own dear fiancé at Chino. Your father, don't you see the way I dance in the presence of God? God has blessed me. 
Who are they now? Who is that the reason why you are you think that you are too big to dance before God? What about having a husband? Have you seen the way sometimes we can put joyful way music in your room and all of us are dancing? Dancing competition in the house, and I always win. The one that can challenge me so much, and I do about no, sometimes I use anointing and that. No, me, mommy, everybody, and I come in, and I come in all with them. Be always that's a competition. Well, that's a choice. God has blessed you. You are living in a house. One day, do a praise celebration in your house. Too stiff for God to protect you. Your house is too tense. The atmosphere is not broken. What a preacher. Hey, write it down. Praise is an instrument of honor. Write it. Praise. Psalm 149. Give me verse number one. Praise is an instrument of what? Honor. Write it. Is it honor or honor? From today, I fire the grace of praise into your territory. Not only in church, but you wake up in the morning and spend 15 minutes dancing. Praise the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. And his praise in the congregation of the saints. So today you are going to praise God in the congregation of the word Of the saints. Give me verse number 6 quickly. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And two-edged sword in their hand. When the praises of God is in what? Your mouth. The two-edged sword will be in your hand. You will cut your enemies from left and right. Give me verse 9. To execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all the saints. Praise ye the Lord. This honor have all the saints. Praise ye the Lord. Good morning. How are you doing? Why baby say ya? Nina ko pon be fa a school driver be no dey a loko ko he say bra no loko ya you can you can bring it down. Let me come on and see people proud in church I'm sure. One day eh osofo when we went to when we went to Shilo the time uh, papa prayed for me and there was a praise night. The way papa with the pool dance. I was standing there I said, hey, a man with five aircraft dancing like this poor. Even your car. I'm sure the engine is different from the body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see, by the time you see people who have aircraft dancing and you have a motorbike and you have squeezed yourself, God knows your journey is very long. Some of you ladies, since somebody told you will marry you, your praise is gone. Oh, but I know Look at somebody asking, when was the last time you danced in church? <laughs> if you don't tell, we'll come to the place that phrases is for the young guys. No. Just in Penifonio, no, praises is not. No, we, we, we are too big to praise God. 
Yeah, and so the pastors don't dance, oh? No, not a habit. I've gone to some churches, pastors don't dance. It's against pastoral protocol. Okay. Yes. Hmm. As for some of us, we really go against the protocol. <laughs> One day God came to Portland City, I was praying, he said, hey, son, there are better people that could have given them this assignment. More educated, more fluent, more eloquent, more everything. This thing here, it's not a building, it's a finger of God. If you were to step into places, your breakthrough has come long time. A woman that is joyful, men will chase you. You would, you, you would pray and not know what to choose. You are too depressed for somebody to marry and go and put you in his house. For what? Wake up in the morning, good morning. Ooh, how are you? Ooh, who wants to live in such a thing? Nobody wants to live in such a thing. You are too lemon baptized woman for any man to put you in his house. Joy is infectious. Let me finish. Hmm. Write it down. Praises release the harvest. Write it. How many of you want harvest? Do you want harvest? Huh? Huh? Psalm 67, verse 5 to 6. Psalm 67. Praises releases what? The harvest. How many of you want financial harvest? Let the people praise you, O oh God. Let all the people praise you. Then shall the earth, that's what. Then shall the earth, that's what. Then shall, then shall the earth yield the increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. So today, somebody who praise God, God will bless the place. Finally, today, praise God for your freedom. What did I say? Acts chapter 16, verse 25. My poem. Praise God for your heart. Acts chapter 16, verse 24. This is the straw. Don't lose your salvation. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your joy. Finally, don't lose your praise. No matter what happened, let no devil steal your praise. Whether the business is going down or coming up, keep on praising God. Though the victory will not blossom, yet will I praise God. Amen. My main country, verse 20, for clarification, the pretest and the protest of the test, and brought them to the magistrate, saying, this man, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, Paul and Silas. Teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither observe being Romans. Hmm. And what did they do? And the multitude rose up together against them. And the magistrate rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them for preaching the gospel. 39 lashes. Later Paul wrote it. Pa! 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 39. Commanded to beat them because they cast a demon out of somebody. What happened to you? When you are beating for casting demons. Watch this. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them. It's a place of, it's a place of major depression. Mm. This is a place our generation Christian will ask God question. When they were beating me, where were you? Oh. It was that foolish guy that called me some time ago and tell me that prophet said to say, Missing Amiadum, eh, what bumpire me? I'm so me guso. I said, Missing Amiadum, Kakra. I'm so catching your coupon, said, My money three days. So our mommy kuwa me backsliding. And I'm catching some swimming yami and anti achekakra. Because of prophetic adam, the name of the Bible is Yami and Sanya Beka. Yebeti makasa manyami. Three days.
days you do nyame ma oku na wo twen three days e wa ti backslide sisia cut off the food what will happen to you that will change god to be a man there's nothing that will happen to you that will change god to be a man and when they had lay many strikes so they put them in prison huh? Huh? and cast them into prison charging the jailer to keep them safely and what happened who have you received such a job? Trust them into the inner prison. Prison in our <laughs> different sessions. And their feet fast in stocks. Yet you watch the inner condemned prison. You send the chair at all night. Prisoners are watching over you. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. And God responded with the baritone voice of an earthquake. Oh, 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 oh. At midnight. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundation of the prison was shaking. And immediately all the doors were open. And, 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 and everyone bounced were loose. Praising God for your freedom. Oh, sane nyami asheso. No, I can say, asana wa senti. Ah. I heard a testimony of a woman. Who dance in church that the neighbor say, and now you be soldier, now soldier you be, huh? Dance in church, went back to the hospital, and the woman without a womb, she was pregnant. They did a, a, a surgery. There's something about his uh, uterus. They removed the uterus. Came to church, heard the word of God, and dance until the man, a man stand and say, now soldier you be. A dancing that make people think you are so the woman created a new womb. And Hannah went to eat and drink, and his countenance was no more sad. When you come to the place that you are not just shaking your body for shaking sake, but you understand what you are talking about. Praises is giving God opportunity to fight your enemies and shut them up. Can't you be saying, Yamiti, I say, look at somebody say, Don't lose your salvation, don't lose your hope, don't lose your faith. Your faith. Don't lose your joy. Don't lose your joy. And don't lose your praise. Don't lose your praise. I got my praise on. Carry your praise. Yes. Jerusalem man almost calf. Eh? The ten of Pentecost here was calf a man. And I'm for bachelor chromini scarf. I cut a saw. No humanness. Hallelujah. Ah, okay, I'm going to Yes, Christ, so you can name the Frank. And on tea. You're reading Kukuda. Baby, he was.
is expected. It is part of the praise. This one, the shouting and the screaming and the crying. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, P.O. Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.